Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast. Wesleyan laity and clergy who have finally gotten their schedules together to podcast again, dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses our local church's disaffiliation vote, which direction we go from here, and what is the vision for our church. Warning, we're not the terminally polite Wesleyans of old, but we call it like we seize it from the pulpit to the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, Disaffiliation and Where Do We Go From Here? Well, guess what? We just did a thing. Our local church just voted to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church. Don't really know what that means yet. And to whom, if any, do we affiliate with? Well, we welcome you to listen as we talk through this, and we hope this informs and encourages you. Encourages you. I can't even talk today. But before that, who's here? John's here. Jody's here. Ryan. And Greg. So, what were your initial thoughts, Jody, about the disaffiliation vote? And what are your thoughts now? Okay, for clarification on initial thoughts, are we talking about the vote as of last Sunday? Or, yes. Okay, so, uh, well, my, my thoughts was I was pleasantly surprised. By, How so? Well, uh, it seemed like we had a unanimous vote in our church. Mm-hmm. It was unanimous. And I was not expecting that. Neither was I. Neither was I. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I was really uh, pleased with that. Um I will say this, there was some conversation I had uh, with, uh, when that vote was finally pronounced, uh, there was a clap of approval. And uh, some thought that was in distaste. Actually, I'm gonna tell you right now, I clapped. I was one of the ones that thought it was in distaste. Yeah, I I think it's kind of like spiking the football. Well, it it was, you know, we're all glad. I, I almost thought about some of those old, uh, and this right, this itself might be in bad. I wonder days. what slapping that table sounds. I'm like sorry, I know <laughs> that was going to be loud. <laughs> uh, nice. I almost thought, you know, with some of the uh, the civil rights struggle and some of the things, and you know, uh, you know, <laughs> we are free. And that, do you want to know? That's what I think now. I think we've have finally broken the chain. Oh, okay, I, I, I want to ask a question. Why, 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 why do you think that was distasteful to, to celebrate okay. something that we... Because, we're technically because in the grand scheme of things, there's nothing to be celebrated about this. We've gotten to a point where it, this is... We should have never been here to begin with. I'll argue, well, I'll argue I, I, with you. I, 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 so I, that's why... I, I, that's I, why I, I, I will disagree like with that. you on that because... You know, we we've had this uh, liberal movement weave its way through our our religion on there and has have turned it upside down. In our denomination or de, our that's uh, we should but we well, should have never allowed that. We should have never allowed that to happen. That should have well, never been. Should have. But so that's the reason why for me, like I thought it was distasteful for us, and when. The church that I pastor has a vote upcoming. I am going to urge my people not to clap because I just think, because yes, I I am tickled to to death that we're able to be out. I am tickled to death that we're able to be out. But in but it's uh, so 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 when 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 we hear God's word and we get excited and we raise our hand and we 
we, and, and, you know, we run up and down the aisle. Not that we do it here, but... Uh, I'm following you know, people yelling amen, raising their hand and all that because they're celebrating the Word of God and the Spirit's moving. Ryan. Well, I think the Spirit was moving when they were clapping because they were sitting there going... At the, for the our, first time, our, and I couldn't tell you how church, long in this church. Our church is sitting there going, we're not going to be like them, yeah, them uh, uh, liberal folks that don't teach about hell, that don't Ryan. think there's a virgin birth, that... I agree. steering I agree. I, their I, congregation hey. to Yeah, hell. no, I don't think you need to be steering them either. I yeah. agree with that. That's good for that. Uh, that's good for that. Boo on that. you. Boo, boo, boo. I if you tell them. 100% disagree with you, Ryan. And that's. Uh, we we can agree to disagree, okay, but on. to me, that is Ryan, important. Ryan, let me give you a little biblical precedence where it's okay Poor to rejoice. Poor been doing high fives. It is okay to rejoice. Not, okay. I'm sorry. It is okay All to right. rejoice. Do you think Samuel, do you think they clapped when Samuel hacked a gag to pieces? No. Okay. We're not let hacking anybody here, oh, okay. brother. Well, let me ask you that. <clears throat> but it, was, was it justified? Was the, was it a righteous kill? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it was. Why? Because God commanded. Right. Now, do you think Jesus is is high fiving? Well, that the church is that splitting. that another <laughs> okay Protestant let me, denomination. Let me is splitting the blanket. Let me use a little scripture context. Okay. <clears throat> I think in the form of a parable. Okay. The prodigal son. Okay. Is a perfect example right here. And, you know, if we actually look at the prodigal son and we put it in context with us in relation to our heavenly father. All right. That prodigal son was left and he was considered dead by all means. He was out there. He was gone. Right. All right. Scripture says when he came to his senses, the, the father was already looking for him. He never quit looking for him. He was always looking. And when he did, what happened? What does scripture say happened? Greg? It says he got up and ran. Yes, okay. And not only that, okay, we had the other brother here that got really incensed over the whole issue, didn't he? He done swole up. Yeah, yeah. Why are we celebrating this? Why are we celebrating? We're not celebrating. We're celebrating we're celebrating a righteous victory here. And I think it was appropriate to clap. Uh, uh, and I think that scripture right there gives us a, a okay to do so. I think it's a stretch. But I don't think it's a stretch at all. Stretch, I remain just, unconvinced, but I understand the point of, of now I was I happy that we have finally and, and this is gonna sound graphic, but there was a uh a historical saying it, it feels like I'm chained to a corpse. Yeah. I mean when Who when, wouldn't clap if you got away from a corpse? Well that's right, because even if it was a corpse of your loved one, after a while it's just getting gamey, and it's can't keeping you from where you need to be right. and where you need to go. So, and yeah, I can, I can get that. I, I'm, I'm, the thing that I, I lament is kind of like Ryan. Why did this have to happen? And it's because the people that are charged with the defense of the gospel failed 
and failed, and then they became hard-headed Miserably. about it, and they didn't want to do right. John, you, well, you know, and, and, and we don't know if they were clapping because it was 100%, 100% or, or were they clapping because everybody was on the, uh, the same side? Maybe they were just clapping to show everybody they're still alive. John, <laughs> did you clap? Here's a question. Did you clap? I did. All right, well, why uh, didn't you clap? Why'd you clap, John? Because I was thrilled to death that okay. we, we as a church made a decision and that, that we were not going to follow the misled United Methodist. That's why I voted to leave. You know, that's why. I but I think leave. I think uh, I'm with John on that. I, I would encourage you not to ask your people not to clap if they want to clap. If they, by God, listen, let them clap. yeah, exactly. But let them rejoice in knowing that their church is is going. I'll down do like I did the, the, the path entire, that God wants. I'll them do to it do. like I've done the entire situation, the entire discernment process. And I will give them both sides and say, if you want to clap, feel free, because we are leaving something that is a dying corpse, I guess, so to speak. But also, we shouldn't celebrate the death of a denomination I will. because of our... <laughs> well, you, you know what? Instead of looking at it as a death of a denomination, how about a, a, the birth of a, a, a of a new organization well, no, that's that, fine. that, yeah, that, that is going to be stricture, uh, scripturally hey, sound? What have I always said? The Church of Jesus Christ is in constant need of reformation and renewal yep. and sometimes that happens huh okay <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I, yeah I, i'm getting i'm getting stuff from the peanut gallery he's that's okay but that's getting. okay that's okay it's constantly and and sometimes that reform happens <clears throat> by repentance yep. i mean if our leadership would have repented from messing up they heads. We'd never had to be here. We would never had oh, to be, and had I, to be and, here. And I don't disagree with that. And if that doesn't happen, if the repentance doesn't happen, the reform has to happen. But, That's where you split the blanket. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, you know, here at the local level on there, we have, you know, I, I'm just amazed that we've got some churches within our within our conference on there that believe like us but chose not to disaffiliate and why do you think that is Ryan why do I think that is I yeah. think that's well <laughs> I think a lot of it some has to do finances money. let's just be honest some money, of it has to do with money, money. 99% some of it has to do with the fact that they have pastors appointed to them that just assume yeah. not have the discussion <clears throat> So they've just avoided it. So, and so, yeah. so and there are some are just waiting it out right. to see what happens because some truly think something's going to happen in 2024, which I am not one of those. I do not think there's going to be a pathway forward. I think once this window closes, it closes for good. Yep, I, I agree with that. Be Jesus. Because the more churches that leave, the tighter the grip's going to get on those that are left. Well, and and, and that's that's because, of, like you said, the very first thing, it's all about money. Mm -hmm. I agree. <clears throat> it is. I will say something, and what are your thoughts now? Well, I uh, two things, uh, because uh, I know how hard funds are to come by, and God has blessed our church. We've never had to worry about funding. Uh, immediately, I thought about, now it's check writing time. Right. And, has that check and, been written yet? Uh, not to my knowledge, but the point being is, I'm thinking of all of that money and all of the things that people sacrificed, you know, people gave freely. It wasn't coerced. 
And then we're getting shook down on the way out. It's just a like like the Israelites <laughs> plundered the Egyptians, the Egyptians are taking their Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I actually thought we got out for a song. Well, we got out cheaper than we less yes. expensive than we thought right. we did. It's that, still, that has it, a lot to do with why that check's not been written. Yet. It's still a ransom, though. Good. You know, <laughs> it's all it is. It's it's Somebody still catch a, something off there. I it just it 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 yeah. I, it, I felt it, bad. It, and so what's well, you know what what's going to happen when when uh, their 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 population depletes itself on there and they're sitting there with. All these properties of in they won't. Of, They'll of, sell of, the properties. They'll sell them. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Now they've got to get rid. There has to be a market for it. You know, but they will sell. They'll keep them. You know, depending on the real estate. I mean, if, if I inherited our, all of that, I would sell some. I would keep positive cash yeah. flow, and then I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, a lot of this uh, this district's properties though are not very valuable. The rural right. ones are not. Right. Where we're at now. And and another thing, uh, Jody, you were asking me what were my thoughts. The second thing I thought about, I said how easy it is to be against something, and I'm I'm talking to me. Yeah, it was easy to define what I was against. Now, what am I for? What are we going to do forward? How are we going to unite unanimously our congregation moving forward, just as it was leaving. I think it's going to be an uphill. It's struggle. going to be a whole lot more of a yeah. It's yeah. going to be a tougher battle. Uh, well, this is going to give this is going to give laity a lot more well, chance to be vocal if they want. To. Well, you're right about that. Now, and I just wonder: is it going to be difficult in, in like our particular situation, just because of the age of the congregation? The age of the congregation is probably no, our only because saving we, grace. we had this. Leaving there, there. In my opinion, no Bible believing Christian that is a United Methodist can stay attached to what we were dealing with with the United Methodist Church right now. Right. So it was easy for us all to get behind that right. vote to say yes, let's get out of here because this ship is going down. It's going down hard. So yeah, but, but now, but, but in the same token, now, they had a, a big big ship saying we need to be this way. I yeah, remember. but now we have we're out. We're we're not out yet. We're, gonna have we're to on our way out. Great. Right? Right. We've got different paths we can take. Right. That's yep. why you've got it. It's going to be a lot more difficult. You're uh, you're part of the uh, steering committee, if you would. I you shake your head no, but well, you are all right. But I, I'm part of church <laughs> leadership. But I was focused uh, on on again getting out. Uh, you know, kind of how you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Yeah. So that's the mm -hmm. biggest bite we had to take. So I was completely consumed on that. Yep. Now, until April, we have a, a, a little luxury of time to sit and think and about what we do. Now, mm -hmm. one thing I'm committed to, whatever way we go, I am not very interested in re- attaching the property that we're writing a check for to another trust clause. Amen. I fully agree with that. That <clears throat> is a hard stop for me. But other than that, I'm, you know, I'm one voice of many. I have my druthers and I will give you my druthers. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> but <clears throat> without naming <clears throat> said uh, you... newly created denomination. Well, somebody <clears throat> erroneously said 
a well-known pastor locally, mm -hmm. said it only existed on paper, which is a blatant falsehood. Are we going to call him out on it? We just did, didn't we? <laughs> we left him unnamed. Well, uh, I, I, I want to give grace. Well, no, but, right. but with that being said, uh, if we <clears throat> are to uh, join this organization, do they have said clause? Nope. Okay. As far as attaching property? Um, no. Okay. Uh, there is, it is going to be the coalition of the willing. And if you're talking about the GMC, and I don't mind throwing that down, the, the GMC is, or the GM Church, uh, that, was, that was the very, that was probably one of the biggest pillars going forward that, that was 100% unanimous. Right. It's going to be a coalition of the willing. <clears throat> well, let's address uh, let's address something that that uh, uh, pastor okay. who we're not going to name that right. that just basically putting out other points. <clears throat> is, <clears throat> is it true that uh, they have recruited some of the very bishops that was part of the whole problem that we're getting away from? Who who is they? Uh, I'm talking about the ones that formed you know, United Methodist from the WCA to the G. Oh, so you're talking about did the GM Church yeah. recruit right. existing? Yes, they recruited US. some retired. I know. Yes, of, that were known to be on the other side of this. Not, not necessarily, necessarily other side. I'll go ahead, Ryan. I'm gonna let you. I was gonna say that. not necessarily on the other side because I, I think they were theologically in line with us. And a lot of some of the ones that have been recruited, to my knowledge anyway, are very traditional. And they retired, some of which retired due to the problems that they were facing and the fact that they couldn't get, they had absolutely no backing and no help. Yeah. So, no, you know. Um, no support whatsoever. So, yes, there has been some bishops that have came over from the United Methodist Church. Do I see that as a bad thing? No, considering these are actually traditional bishops who have traditional... There, there are three uh, that that will remain nameless here, but one I heard preach uh, when I was in Texas. Uh, the, other, the other one I heard at a, a weekend uh, conference, and I heard him preach, and wow. The third I have not heard preach, but I know he's a... A theological conservative, but he is also a get along kind of a guy because he was riding herd on from soup to nuts on the theological um, temperature in his in his co annual conference. So I can understand so, so his good. point, but two of the three are good, and I think even then, if it, let's say the GM what? Church has a bad one, the the the, the Global Methodist Church. There is no restriction on who can bring charges, and there is no conference. I mean, anybody anywhere can be brought on conf on charges by laity or by... Okay. does not have to be within conference. It does not have to be within conference. So there's no place to run, no place to hide. Okay. So that that's the thing. Well, that, talk, because the whole thing is made up of human beings. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, human exactly. beings <clears throat> are screwed up, and they have a tendency to screw up. But what we're trying to do, I mean, the, the, you cannot make enough rules. You'd have a, a book of discipline well, that's a, that's two feet thick if you tried to do it. That's the problem, Greg. 
the Lord God himself only gave us 10, and we added how many to it? Well, there's 633 yeah. by okay. the time of Christ. Point being is we couldn't <laughs> even keep the 10 that we had. And then he took the 10 and made two. Yes, he did. But yeah. that one is so compelling that if you just keep it, you're not going to mess up the others. Well, so what, what are your thoughts, clergy, going forward? Going forward... Um, my thoughts going forward are this. Assuming you be vote to X. A lot of... Com- <laughs> well, in my fairness, I've already voted to exit. I know you um, have. But... Did you applaud? My... <laughs> He did in his head. I did not. He did in his head. And that's okay. He's standing up in his head. That's right. My thoughts are that there is going to be a lot of conversation moving forward. And unlike here uh, at this local church, I know at my church we have had conversations about where we're going to head after the fact. Um, and, and that was brought up, you know, not just with leaving the UMC, but also where we're going to go with information on the different Wesleyan denominations that are out there uh for me personally uh growing up baptist i I don't see being independent a a good thing and i don't personally think that there's such a thing as an independent methodist church by the very definition of uh of methodist (laughs) being connectional and things being independent is just not an option uh so would that be kind of like a baptist that doesn't dunk yeah be okay. a whole lot like that, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, and had and had an open uh, table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah, that'd be, yeah, yeah, be yeah. random. Uh, so yeah, that's my thoughts on where we go from there. There needs to be conversations, and there needs to be information <clears throat> put before the uh, conversation or congregation, letting them know what each brings to the table, what each has, what they believe. First and foremost, needs to be the main thing. Right. What they believe, and then from there we can get into the minor stuff. But that's where we broke so far with the UMC because what we believe here was no longer what the UMC practiced. Believed. And we had bishops coming out saying we don't believe this and that we believe that it's not important that we agree on who Jesus is. Your seminary was contaminating. Correct. Now, it's interesting. Of all of the Wesleyan denominations that are split from the the Method, original Methodist church that are still around in the United States, the, the interesting thing about all of them is all three of them, the Wesleyan Church, the Nazarene mm-hmm. Church, and the Free Methodist Church, what do they still proclaim boldly in their denomination? What key piece of doctrine are they? They will not. It's kind of like Baptists believe once saved, always saved. That's non-negotiable. <clears throat> what doctrine is that? Starts with an E. The second word starts with an S. <laughs> Entire sanctification. sanctification. That's right. It's interesting. Wesley said, and I was reading his uh, uh, some of his notes and some of his letters. That's another way of saying all or none. Well, that he he was saying that that when when sanctification it was not preached even during his lifetime in England, he noticed that there was a falling away of doctrine and a falling away of evangelistic zeal. Well, that explains a lot, don't it? And so when, and and for the first, <laughs> up until the first, up until the 1870s, 1880s, the Methodists used to proclaim 
scriptural holiness, entire sanctification. You can live above sin. You don't have to sin every day in thought, word, and deed. And as long as they were preaching that, the you denomination know, grew. How many, many sermons you heard on sanctification? <laughs> there you go. You know, but I'm just, I'm just one <laughs> Is that voice crying in the wilderness. Jody, go. holiness or to be holy, basically, Amen. it basically Thank all you. comes down to Thank being you. set apart. Thank yeah, you. yeah, set apart. And what are God's people? They are set apart. That's right. We are a peculiar be. people. You know, if if you hold people to a low bar. They will meet it every time. And then what do you have when two or three generations, when there's no true transformation? Because transformation doesn't start when you say the sinner's prayer or kneel at an altar. Transformation begins when you get up and you start choosing, Lord, I want to live for you today. Lord, I want to do right. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be different. I was that. I don't want that anymore. I want you, well, and I want everything that comes with that. That is the uh, <clears throat> the carnal reconciling with the spiritual that I do want to be set apart. I no longer want to identify with the pig pen from which I climbed out of. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, that word holiness, it gives people hives. Yeah. But I'm telling you, we're going to be UMC 2.0 if we don't proclaim holiness oh, of heart and life. Right. I agree. Right. Well, that's what, that's, that, like you said about what Wesley said when that stops being preached. I mean, go back to it. We don't hear nothing about, well, no, I'm not going to say nothing. But we don't hear much about sanctification anymore. Right. And it's impossible to talk about sanctification when you're constantly telling everybody that their sin's okay. Right. Yeah, uh, God yeah. help us. <clears throat> there we are. There you go. Hi, UMC. <laughs> Ryan, right. it's okay for you to clap now. Well, <laughs> well you know, I, I mean, clap. I'll clap when I get out. <laughs> All right. You know, when things fail and, and denominations fail, that's a tragedy. But you know, when aircraft structures fail, that is really a tragedy. That's well, really a tragedy. You know, uh, uh, Stalin said when 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 one person dies, it's a tragedy. When millions die, it's, it's a just a, it's a statistic. So anyway, no. But all kidding aside, an, uh -oh. innovative tooling services. Now a member of the adept fastener family. Oh my. Has fastening systems, installation tooling knowledge, application experience. That's why they're on the leading edge of aerospace tooling. Not only can we sell you a tool, we can sell you a structural fastener, whether it's a high lock or a composite lock or a huck bolt or whatever. Oh, bless you. That's right. Oh. Yeah, we can do anything like that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just a natural marriage of two separate things. It's like Pitney and Bowes. It's like potato chips and uh, and uh, dip. So I will say this, Greg. Go ahead. I am glad to know behind the American aircraft industry that uh, that there are companies with such integrity in their products. Well, I appreciate that. Awesome. And, and I mean, it's, uh, of course, you know, if you don't have integrity, you know, if you if you sell a bad part in a car, it slowly right. comes to a stop. If you have structural failure, thirty thousand feet, oh, that's a fast stop. It's a it's a it's a real fast stop. And then you have a phalanx of lawyers coming to your door, and then it just gets your life just gets incredibly worse, and you become destitute. So there is a great financial incentive for uh, integrity. Yeah. Structural. Well, I'm integrity. just glad, though, that it's not just money. But the fact is, you know, you've explained to me in the past 
that uh, you know why I would not want to buy a Chinese part to save money and stuff, and just just the uh, just the whole process of the integrity to ensure that that rivet or that bolt is going to take the major stresses. From a from a layperson's perspective, I never put that much thought into it, but I'm appreciative that there's companies out there that are willing to go over and beyond, and not just for the financial penalties. But you, you know, what's funny is is uh, since since <laughs> this the, may be the longest commercial since Greg and I've been friends. Uh, as I'm walking on the plane, I'm looking at the the rivets on the outside going. <laughs> But all that, <laughs> give us a call, 1-800-832-7009, or on the World Wide Web at InnovativeTooling.com or at AdeptFasteners.com. You'll see a installation tooling link, and that'll take you from one great big company to one little smaller uh, great company, uh, uh, great company uh, uh, in tow. So, uh, and we'll be back after this. And we're back. You know, Jody had a great idea. If we could just uh, <laughs> record some of the off uh, off air stuff, uh, uh, we either get fired or uh, promoted, one of the two. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, just it's, a bunch of cussing and beer. No, that what it is. Yeah, no, we weren't doing no, that. I, I, it's severe. It's uh, extreme discussions and theology. Yes, extreme theology. I wonder if that's a. I wonder if somebody's got that name. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Extreme I digress. theology. You didn't hear that, by the way. If, if you're starting a podcast, a podcast. But, we're going to uh, copyright. So we're we're going to continue on this thing. So. Do we affiliate with a denomination again, or do we go indie, and if and why? Well, I would don't everybody talk at once. I would think that we would want to get as much information on each one of the the pathways that we have. I agree with that on there because I, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, so how do you do that, John? Do you send? Do you call representatives of each denomination to come in and talk? Or are you just getting Google? You know, hey Siri. I mean, you know, it. I mean, do Siri you, doesn't lie. That's well, right. You know, I mean, well, Alexa will. I think it would be good to have somebody from each one to come in and talk. Yes, However, I think it would also be good to have somebody who is within the church to elect one person to research this, one person to research this, one person to research this. Well, what? Maybe a steering committee. A, there you go. Well, and, a and, right. And that that way, if you have one person does does one, one person does another. You you avoid herd mentality and, and the right. bias, and then I, they come back together. And and once they do the reports, they type it up and and then they. I will say this, Greg. We've got time to make an informed decision. Oh, we do. There is no. There's hurry. no sense in just There's, automatically yoking up without. Right, right, that's right, right. right. I, I agree with that. Now, the only thing that that we have to think about mm -hmm. is after the twenty second, we lose the umbrella of the UMC. Mm -hmm. Financially, as far as our uh, EIN, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. So we need to have something in that that does need a little bit of attention because those EINs are not immediately no, given, not. and uh, so we need to uh, that that needs to be done. 
But uh, but as far as long term affiliating with somebody now, do I want it two years from now? We're still no. Pardon my French, fiddly farting around. No. Okay. We can't. Well, let's get back to the EIN. <clears throat> so, whether we join up with a denomination or we do go indie, as far as the EIN, will we keep independence on that? Uh, not with, if we hit with another denomination, we will eventually be covered under their umbrella. Okay. One of the selling points, now this is, uh, I, 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 they have been told this and I hear it, uh, but when the, the, the GM church is supposedly able to cover you from the beginning, but they haven't had a convening conference. Okay, so right, right. There, there's, there's a little bit of gray area. Yeah, they can say you're covered, but are you really? If They need to get their you know, butts in gear, don't if, they? If uh, you know, things come to... The brass tax yeah. is that legitimate? That's the only question mm-hmm. I have about the GM church. But all the other churches, if you vote to affiliate, I mean, you're immediately under their umbrella, and that that goes away. If you're independent, yes, mm-hmm. and and you probably have a greater chance of of being uh, audited if you are independent versus if you are a. You think? I think so. I think so. Well. Because I mean, you look up question, yeah. If you look at our physical plant, and yeah, uh, there there are some there's some dollars here. We have a nice location. Um, we've got property. Uh, yeah, and and I think that uh, you know one of the things that uh, you know all cities and every city needs money. I mean, they they oh here's a bunch of folks that have disaffiliated from a large organization. They're all, you know, going. I know if I was on the tax man side, I would go after recent organizations that have disaffiliated, that have not had to worry about it, now that are having to worry about it, because I figure haste makes waste, there's going to be problems, so, so, and I have an opportunity to uh, take my so, so once, once piece a, of flesh. You know, and please, please forgive my ignorance here, but once a church disaffiliates... Um, Officially, uh, officially, right. On there, we're not officially disaffiliated yet. Well, even, which will even, be on one day. Even even if they even if they went That's under a, 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 a an independent. Correct. Ryan is correct. We'll, we'll officially May May twenty ninth. All right. Here's the deal. Because that's when the annual conference so, trustees vote. As far as this church goes, we need to clearly know what we want to do prior to that date. Really, I would say we need to back up by 30 days so that we do have all our ducks in a row so there is no gap. Right now, it's taken about a week to two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I know about the GM Church to yeah. be to get in under their umbrella. Now, how big their umbrella is and can it really keep the rain off of you, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But but at least that that's what the, the acceptance has been fairly quick. Uh, but the others, I'm I'm completely. Ignorant. Is it just a concern of, of being recognized as a church as a as a nonprofit? Is it? Is well, it, it's a concern of having exposure, right? Financial exposure prior to right prior to. I mean, because a lot of people send a lot of money into churches, mm-hmm. and you know there has to be accountability, well, right? And and and. 
and a lot of uh, there have been a lot of uh, storefront guys that have made a lot of cash. Mm. And I mean, you've never probably never heard of a, of a TV preacher with a very well-to-do uh, bankroll, right? Uh, what? No. No. Of no. Not. So yes, there is abuse of you know, and and the they're IRS, usually in Texas, Greg. And the IRS has never been a fan of churches to begin right, with. Right. Uh, certainly, yeah, cities yeah. are not. Because they look at all the physical plant and they're saying, I ain't getting much out of this. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've we got a big fat target. So I think that needs to be a concern. And I know this is kind of a dry ball for discussion, so yeah. we'll move on very quickly. But yeah. that's that's what I'm concerned. Uh, what's a concern of you, John, of us going Andy, other than taxation? Well, uh, again, I, 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 I would, would like for this church... And, and all the other ones that have disaffiliated uh, make a sound decision that's going to uh, uh, be beneficial to their church as far as their direction. Uh, I think myself on there. I'm if if you had to ask me which path pathway, uh, I'm, I'm pushing for the GM on there myself. Okay. On there, and 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 I'll be honest with you, I'm not. What's ready. your number one reason for the GM church? Uh, uh, scripture. On there, scripturally sound. On there, I, I, okay. I, I myself have seen what what the opposed uh, United Methodist United Methodists uh, are preaching. Were they ever really united? But that's another no, discussion well, for just, another day. It's just a logo right there. Right. But uh, I, I, I really, my, my heart goes out to the people of those churches because I think they're being led down a wrong path. On there, and as a scripturally sound church I think it's our duty to uh, to make sure we don't go down that path okay Jody what's uh give me your thoughts about independence or lack thereof I think you know I'm an independent minded fellow (laughs) (laughs) no well you know I've I mean that's why there's only like one uh, Pentecostal denomination right (laughs) no no (laughs) there's 30 or 40 of them right yeah (laughs) Anyway, keep going. Uh, Honestly, Greg, I'm more worried about what you said at the beginning here, that uh, if we're not very careful, 10, 20 years down the road, we're going to be at the same junction point again. And because of that, I like the idea of having at least a certain amount of independence, but under a co-op or a group. But, you know, I will tell you that I am part of a body where that uh, I do believe that the Holy Spirit will direct and I will actually be a supporting member of the body the way it goes. Okay. Okay. Same question there, preacher. I've already said my concern with the uh, independent it being a true independent. I know there is the association. Right. And I was referring to the association. But... um, my concern with independence is you, the thing. You know what that reminds me of? What's it? When, when we say independent, you guys are, are probably familiar with like the uh, uh, the IGA stores where it's independent grocers on yeah. there. You know, it's still a grocery store, that's but it's thing. not a real good one. No. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's way wow. that's wow. way my 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 mental uh, coming from a former Walmart man. You know, so <laughs> so. I, 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 I can see advantages of IGA being an independent, so. but you, you lack some of the, the... That's actually a pretty good analogy. That is yeah. a very good, because that, that also translates into 
Missionary Baptists, yeah. Southern Baptists, yeah. American Baptists, yeah. and then them Independent Fundamental Baptists. The IGAs, what you got with that? The IGAs of Baptists. Yeah. That's soup to nuts, <laughs> brother. They <laughs> mostly nuts. No offense to our any Independent um, Baptists that may be mm. listening, but. Uh, but with that being said, I you and know, that's no offense to IGA. No, no, sorry, And I, I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, my biggest issue is the I, I don't I, I like the structure. I just we cannot become what we are, what we have been. We cannot become that. And I think there are safeguards put up in the in the GM yeah. that can yeah. we be honest to be. Did we not have safeguards to begin with, but we just didn't enforce them? We did, them. but when you don't enforce them, they, well, we did and we didn't. That We right. had safeguards to a certain extent, but not to the level that I do believe that the global Methodist church is trying if to we, If we do have integrity in our leadership, and more, important, and more importantly, confirmed, Accountability. Mm-hmm. And that's all, the, that's and the key all, right there. Then I'm all for the GM. You, you know, Jody, we're going to learn real quick because any organization, any large organization with human beings involved in it, you're going to have somebody that's going to You don't have problems. Screw. Somebody's going to mess up. Somebody's going to mess up. Then everybody in the peanut gallery is going to watch what happens. Mm. And depending on what happens, I don't really want to be that guy. No, because that person is Because that guy, I mean, there's going to be a ton of bricks dropping down. I hope. I hope. Because if you don't, if the guy skirt or skates or the lady skates, then you're right. You're going to have people. Oh, jumping ship! What is this? All over again. It's UMC 2.0 all over again. So I think that's the telling moment. And the beautiful thing about the GM Church, you can vote to join, and you can vote to leave, and take all your property with you without a check. I, I think to me, then there's no risk. There is no if it's risk. That way, there is no risk. So then that's fine. That's exactly right. Then I, and, you know, um, you know, and, and this is another thing. I think John said we, you know, maybe something about uh, what's best for the church or something along those lines. I think that's the that has been a problem for a long time within the churches is we always do what's best for the church instead of what's best for the kingdom. Right. Well, that's true. And we got to get back to doing what's best for the kingdom. What's best for the kingdom is to be a biblically sound church that truly makes disciples. And if we are Methodists, then we are preaching sanctification. That's right. And lives are being transformed. Yes. That's what we need. That's that's exactly right. I mean, and another thing that that. And when you have independence, you don't have complete clarity and vetting mm-hmm. of pastors mm-hmm. because you have to go get somebody. And unless the denomination, mm-hmm. I mean, keeps copious records. Right. One thing I will give the UMC, they kept copious records. Now, if you were same-sex attracted, they probably looked the other way. If you cheated on your wife or cheated on your husband, mm-hmm. they they. They nail you or hide to the wall in about they, a week. They wow. chastise you. Oh yeah, I mean lightning strike and you're gone. Puff of smoke, you're done. Yeah. This is now, back in the day, right? Not now. Well, okay. <laughs> like, I am an older guy, so yeah. I mean, it, but but normally they would. I mean, they would come down on you like a ton of bricks, and and that's what needs to happen. And I think because there's no there's no jurisdictions anymore. That's what messed up their heads. When 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 they made jur- jurisdictional areas, then bishops became a die. They they it, the, the church became diocesan. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, mm. meaning yeah, I mean you had a diocese, you were the king in that little mini kingdom, and through. nobody could touch you unless there was a revolt in your kingdom. So if the neighboring kingdom said you're not doing it right, who cares? Yeah. You can't come into my kingdom and fire me. So yeah, yeah, to yeah, you, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But but that's not the way in the GM church. But yeah, Brother Greg here can throw a fireball over to over to California. Oh man, yeah, and 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 that needs to happen. Yeah. And what happened to Africa? What imagine if if the African church could have brought charges yeah. against the oh. folks out west, folks in the north? You know, all the dumb things. We we again we would still be UNC, well, but they're not. You're right. You're, you're you're 100 correct on there. But you know, society today on there has changed so much on there. You know, I I, I overheard this this uh, younger uh, person at uh, at a local store here, and they were talking about uh, using a, a a a dating app on there, and they. And they were upset because uh, they weren't sure what pronoun to use on there. And I got to thinking about that pronouns. Why? Why? Why have? Why have our society have, have been so directed to where we're we're ap- job applications no longer say male or female? It's, there's three options now. Why? Why is that? Why even fill out an application if I can't learn anything about well, you? Well, that's 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 my point right there. You know, it's not God centered, and it's, it's truly a pig and a poke. It's, it's very much so. Yeah. Again, getting back to there's somebody needing to police. I think the farm if, to if, make sure the wolves if, don't come if, around. If if we and have all the safe falls, and cheap and livestock. If we have all the safe falls put into place, where this as much as you humanly possible, well, you can't. You can't plan for every case. I, I understand this. But what you do when there is foul play or, or and, and, bad behavior, Ryan, what you do about Ryan it. Ryan and Jody said it best on there with the accountability factor on there. We have to hold people accountable. And we can't turn the other cheek. We have to. We have and to, laity too. You know, if I start saying <clears throat> stupid stuff absolutely. and teaching stupid stuff in Sunday school, somebody needs to come and mess up my head. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of, is Sunday school going to be pushed? Well, that goes us right into our next and last merciful last uh, wow. point there. Uh, what as a congregation will we now be willing to do that we weren't willing to do before, if anything? If you're not willing to do anything different, there ain't no point in going anywhere. Well, there you go. So, accountable discipleship, those two naughty words. That gives people hives, just kind of like holiness. That gives people hives. Well, I mean, I, I think if anything, and, and here's where I will, I'm not going to backtrack on what I said because I will still stand by the fact that I think it was distasteful that we clap. However, uh, I will say this. It was encouraging seeing that this church body still has some life in it. Yes. And that they were willing to get excited about something. Right. So that gave me hope that maybe, yes, things can be different. Moving forward, we, people got to be all in, you know. And maybe that needs to be preached, though, right there. That you know, you can't just be a uh, a, a weekend Rosen Christian. Chosen. Can you teach an old dog new tricks? Well, you can. Really, they, they may not jump as high, but uh, they can put that effort in. Because I know uh, another dirty word, catechesis. 
Yes. Why we do what we do and what it means. Mm-hmm. We we need to all go back to school I because agree. we've been living in a broken down school, oh. dumbed down, and we need to run. We need to realize why are we here? What does it mean to be Wesleyan? That's exactly all that stuff. We're not just checking boxes. No, we're just not checking boxes. In you know? fact, one of the things in my Sunday school and me and the rest of the old. Old old heads, we're learning about who God is, how we can know Him, what are His attributes. We just finished something on the Ten Commandments. Now that doesn't mean, you know, primary Sunday school, but it also means what we think about God, how we relate to God, how we know God. There is a difference mm-hmm. based on how we view Scripture. Not that Scripture is not important, but how we as Wesleyans view that. That there is a reason we're not all Southern Baptist, we're not all Pentecostal, we're mm-hmm. not all Anglican. Mm-hmm. There is a reason we op- occupy this Protestant space, and it's because of we are firmly Protestant, but we believe that post-justification. We have a mandate, and we should have a desire to live a holy life. That's our niche in the system. And if we don't preach that, complement it, catechize it, then then we're just going to be— there's really no need for our denomination. There really isn't, because we just needlessly divide the body of Christ. If if this GM is grounded in Hebrews— chapter 13 that will be perfectly fine because that's the criteria for those that are going to be our leaders and that is the criteria for those that are going to be the lay people and it does clearly say that we are to obey our leaders because they are the watchers of our soul so as long as we have that accountability and it also tells us to actually uh, be be mindful and to watch our leaders and if they're doing anything and they're leading astray or anything, man, we are to church them. Just take them out back and shoot them, Joe. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, if we do that, though. Process, yeah, no, if we do that. I'm kidding. Shoot them with the I'm gospel kidding. gun. That's right. Shoot them with the gospel Jesus gun. Jesus bullets. That's right. Uh, the left foot of fellowship. Yeah, left foot of fellowship. <laughs> but if we do that, we'll be all right. Because, yep. yes, leadership has its place. It's it's never a good day when you come to church and there's a there's a pile of rocks in the back of the sanctuary. Right? <laughs> I would be like, oh, Lord. John, we need Old Testament church here. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, no, it's, it's yeah. Okay. We have to watch over each other. In fact, that gets, again, why I'm, and, and here's, in, in our church today, I was listening, 60%, only 60% of the people from 2019 are still in the church they were in in 2019 right now. That's that's almost... that's almost percent? Yeah, 60. So 40%, there's been oh, a wow. movement. And, and, and of that 40%, about half is Very moving. Curious. And about half have just said, to heck with you it. You got 40%. Well, Could this be the great apostasy you know, starting? Here's 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 some Could of the be. here's some of the problems why people uh, shop for churches on there. You know, uh, if, if 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 we had a young couple come to our church on there, where they got kids and stuff like that, there's there's not a whole lot. You know, yeah, but you know, 
So we don't need to have the coffee bar and all that. I am so against creature comforts That's, in church. If they Go had, to church if, for the right reason, they had not a, because it's a diet coke fountain. You'd be sitting there going, "This is the best thing since I'll bread. be the first one to vote to put some diet coke fountain machines in there." But as sure as I did, they'd charge for it. How about we start with preaching the how about eternal that? gospel? How about how that? about spirit led worship and, and making an un you know we're. That, that's why our intro, we said we're no oh, longer oh, eternally you know, Greg, I mean, Methodists didn't want to upset anybody. How many, times, about hell. how many times have you heard me say, you know, when you drive past this church, it's just dark because there's nothing going on. This this should be a seven-day something going on here every day. Well, I agree with that, but we've had that discussion in the past. Yeah. you got to have the people in. You've got to equip. That's why right. you come to church, to be equipped. Correct. That's right. Because yeah. ministry happens outside. Yes, it does. You know, you know. It, Perfect example. I screwed up. True confession time. I had a guy. He's asking me. We were sitting in the uh, exit row seats, and and he said, you know, you know, my exit row. He said, I don't know if I can get my fat blank out that door. <laughs> and he said, when I do, he said, you know, I, I really, we're just gonna have to kiss our rear end goodbye. And I had an opportunity. Right. To bring up eternal things, I, uh, he said. You know, my my grand my uh, grandfather had cancer, and he beat it the first time, and then it came back. He said, "I just don't want to do, go through all that again." He had peace about it, yeah. and I said, "You know, it's good to have peace in your life." And then he stopped talking, and I was I was, but I didn't set the hook. But the point being is that's where ministry happens. You right. can talk to people about eternal things. And, and, and you have to be able to bring them to a church that's not going to just tell them funny jokes and nice life stories and just say, everybody be kind to each other. See you next week. There's that's not what we need. I agree We need the eternal Great. gospel. I believe scripture, if we, if we take the uh, parable to heart, compel them to come in. That's right. Compel mm-hmm. them. Compel them to come in. Jesus said, if I'm lifted up, I will draw a few mm-hmm. people. I will draw all folks. And what does all mean, Greg? It means everybody. Whosoever will may come. I'm not willing that any should perish, but all to come to repentance. So that just throws that limited atonement out the window. Oh, there he goes again, bashing the reform (laughs) bros. Sorry. Wesleyans, forgive us. Arminian knucklehead that I am. We just believe what the Bible says. Well, that's what everybody says. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's getting fired up. He's getting Pentecostal over there. He's banging on the table and shaking everything. We get a little excited where I come from. Well, you know what? Methodists used to be that they used to say you could hear a Methodist camp meeting before you ever saw it. That's interesting, isn't it? I've read that. Isn't it isn't it bad that uh, their little split there is the ones that kept that? Yeah. Uh, just a, I read in the uh, newspaper the other day, just a sideline thing. There. There's a uh, a church down the road somewhere that's having a tent revival. And they're breaking noise ordinances and stuff. I think it's a good thing. That's but, awesome. But the community's like, y'all are too loud. You're going to have that's to do fantastic. something about this. Yeah. That's fantastic. But that's right here in our backyard. Wow. That's, that's funny. Come, Lord Jesus. I yeah, wish yeah. I wish we could make some noise after dark. <laughs> Turn that We're Jesus hungry. stuff down. People are hungry for commitment. They're hungry for the gospel. We've yeah. got what people need. Yes, we All do. All we have to do is just preach it and live it. 
Well, I agree. And live it. We have to walk the walk. Has anybody drove by out here on the far lane in front of the church and, and heard the old guy out here just a preaching his heart out and playing all music and stuff? Well, Did anybody know anything about him? He gets after it. Yes, well, he does. We used to have Repent Guy back in Texas. <laughs> I remember that in his Repent car. And uh, Repent. Yeah. Anyway, well, as we end this podcast, you can find this episode. We kind of run out, run out of steam, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, you can find this episode and other Across the Rail podcast episode on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take that time to give us a four plus one, that'd be a five, five-star five rating. If you have any questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments. Cheers or jeers. And I checked this out. It didn't bounce, so it's still up. Comments at acrosstherail.com or look up Across the Rail Podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore rail or on Wastebook at Across the Rail Podcast. Please give us. Wait for us to get kicked off of that. Well, you know, that's almost a badge of honor to get uh, tossed (laughs) off of Facebook. But please give us a like there and leave leave us any feedback or questions. Thank you so much for listening. So, any final thoughts before we pull the plug on this uh, podcast? I just hope everyone that listens uh, has a blessed week. I do too. Who wants to close us in prayer? Let's let the clergy guy do it since he's on the clock. Since he only only works one day a week. Well, he's salaried. When you're clergy in heaven, you're salaried. (laughs) You've got a good boss. There you go. True. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you. Uh, Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time together, Lord. This is fellowship. This is uh, us talking about your church and your people, Lord. We We want to do your will. Father, whatever that may be, we want to do it. Lord, I just ask that you bless each person listening to this. And, uh, Father, if they're going through struggles in their own church, Lord, help them to just truly pray about it, to truly seek and talk to their leadership, to ask them what's going on, because too many people are keeping things quiet, Lord. We just pray that your will be done and that your kingdom would grow. It's in Jesus' mighty and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.